Hey guys, it's Cammy and it's Amanda and we're basically basic. We're so excited. We are so excited. We are actually like saying that looking at each other beaming Smiling right now with our basically arms out. Basic. Yeah, my arms were actually out. The thing that is coming to my head is Reese Witherspoon and Legally Blonde when she goes, hey! That's one of my favorite, favorite scenes parts. of any movie ever. 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 Yeah, that's us What right does it now. say about me that Legally Blonde is in my top five <laughs> favorite movies? Basically, this first episode of season three is equi- equivalent? Equivalent? Equi- equivalent. Equivalent to me getting into law school. Yeah. <laughs> that is awesome. Honestly, guys, we truly have missed doing this. We've done some episodes this summer, but this is our first official season three episode. Like, we are launching in this season. Our hope for this season is that we will have a new episode every week. Well, we'll still take our breaks. Yes. The Sabbath. Yes. It's important. But every week till the end of 2019. So, Ugh, so good. And we have so many other fun things excited. So excited. Many- <laughs> So many other fun things excited. This is how excited we are is that we can't speak. No, it's because we've been out of practice. No, Cammy, We don't let... You're right. No, we speak life into this I believe. I I believe I have words. Thank you, God. (laughs) Wow, the tables have turned because... Yeah, you're normally the one that says things that make no sense. It's cool. I'm just trying to be humble for you. (laughs) Thank you. I appreciate Um, that. We have t-shirts This that will be in this season. Yes, t-shirts. We're going to do meetups this season. Meetups. Hopefully, fingers crossed, in the fall because what's more basic than fall? Oh, yeah. I mean, if we don't do a meetup in the fall, we kind of missed the are most we, grand opportunity. Yeah. Are we even real if we didn't do a meetup in the fall? Fall is the season of basics, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which I wonder, like, I actually want to, we should do an episode where we do the history of the <gasps> word basic because I'm like, it's oh, not, it's kind of newer. Idea. It is newer. And we're, yeah, that's a great idea. I like that. Write that down. Yep. Cool. Noted. <laughs> and we have a really great guest lined up for this season. We do. Like, all over the map. So many good people were just so excited to like hear their wisdom and their stories and just like what God's doing in their lives. So stay tuned for that. That's yes. going to be awesome. So before we go into this first episode of season three, I do want to say a special, special thank you to everybody who listened to our last episode, episode 27, Life yes. and Loss, about my miscarriage. You guys, I was just literally overwhelmed by the love and support and not even just like love and support, but women being super vulnerable back to me of mm-hmm. saying how they needed to hear that or what they've walked through and even just encouragement. Like I knew I was putting out myself out there, but I got so many women just looking back at me and saying like, Hey, like you are going to be a mom and you're going to have healthy babies. And like from their own testimony. And the coolest part was on Sunday at church, our pastor was talking about the blood of Jesus and it was an incredible sermon. Side note, everyone should go listen to it. Is it a I was going to say, it's podcasted, it's, right? I think it is, is podcasted. It recorded? Yeah, it's, okay. it's Michael Miller from Upper Room, his sermon on the blood. We've been doing a series about communion, and he really talked about that scripture in Revelation. I think it's 2.19, but it says, we overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. And meaning like we overcome by what Jesus has already done, but then also our agreement with what he's done and like our own testimonies in our life. And I felt like by hearing so many other women's testimonies of them having a miscarriage, but then having healthy babies, Mm -hmm. like it just, it built my faith. And I was like, yes, I'm an overcomer. I will overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of my testimony. That's incredible, Cammie. And I just know too, that when we share our stories, that's when people really get to see Jesus. Oh yeah. And it's so cool that you did that because we've already heard, I mean, honestly too many to share, but we've just between the two of us have already had so many women like reach out or just already have kind of like. An, an aha moment from it yeah. that they didn't even realize and their response has been different because of your story so I'm just Thank so proud you. of you and it's been 
It's been so good. That well, episode was amazing. One of the things I love about a podcast is it does become like a resource. Like I feel like if it's an Instagram post, like they you post it and then within 24 hours, it's kind of like lost. Right, but we right. really do hope that this podcast is a place where people can go back to. And mm-hmm. like if you know somebody who a year from now walks mm-hmm. through a miscarriage, like please point them to that episode. Or we have that episode, um, Dear 20-Year-Old Me. I think that may be a fan favorite. I think it is. We need to do like a part two of that. Yes, we've but had a lot of people say they love I feel that like episode. I love the women that are just discovering that episode that are in their 20s that are saying, oh my gosh, like I needed to hear that I in this that. season. It's so cool. It makes me want to go back and listen because I don't even remember half of the things that we said. I know. I'm kind of afraid to go back because I, I feel like it was one of our <laughs> first episodes. It. I know. I'll totally critique it's it. Like Maybe not. It's moment. <laughs> Uh, basically basic <laughs> we were like basically had braces on that episode and we were figuring it out acne it's fine mm-hmm. i still have acne i still cool. yeah adult acne it's whatever okay so cammy we need to talk about something that <laughs> i just experienced which you've been dying to talk to me I've about been this dying to talk and about i've this. been like don't talk to me until we have a mic in front of our faces yeah she wouldn't let me so this is just my thoughts coming out live which we all know how that can go so bear with me it can go <laughs> it can go one way or another but my husband and I went to the John Mayer concert last Thursday night, and it was spiritual. Which, if you're a true BB fan, you've heard me talk about oh, yes. my experience with John Mayer, <laughs> where we locked eyes and had a moment. Yes. And I, my now husband, then boyfriend, attested. He did attest to it. When John Mayer walked on the stage, I made him look at me, and I said, I need you to bear witness. <laughs> Tell me that did not just happen. Tell me that you did not just feel the electricity across Between the room. Me Between me and, and John Mayer. Okay. Whew. Okay, so last time we saw him was 2009. Saw him again 10 years later. We took a 10-year hiatus until we saw him again. And he just gets, he's like It wine. was like the 10-year high school reunion. It was. Where you saw him and you were like, you were hot in high school and you're so much hotter and now. Yeah, he's literally like a fine wine. He like, is a he fine wine. He gets better with age. And I think I realize now why there's just a lot of like, okay, first of all, lust is a sin. And I know this. <laughs> We're going to start there. We're going there. Especially when it's after somebody who's not your husband and you're married. But here's the thing is I went with my husband who sat right next to me. And he was also lusting. And he was also lusting. That's the thing is he was like, babe, I get it. Like he was like, John Mayer is making love to his guitar right now. Like he was like, I get it. And I was like, I know. But anyways, okay. So first of all, I just have to say the stage was amazing because it was like super artistic. I even like did a whole backstory thing. And he was like, fans and audience know a difference between pixels, like if it's on a screen okay. and that's like your background stage, to actual, like, almost if you were at a play, you know, they bring in like the props that are in oh, the background yeah. and it's more like 3D. So we had this like paper, like it almost looked like massive construction paper set up. And then I'm going to sound really nerdy because it's like very artsy and I loved it. But like the colors were amazing. They're like super monochromatic. So that mixed with his songs. I was just, it was, it well, was heavenly. He is such a feeler that I do feel like he probably is one of those artists that like had a dream about what it was going to look like. Yes. And then just like went to his creative team and was like, make this This happen. is what I want. Yes. Yeah. So it was amazing. Like, and it was, he didn't have an opener. So that's yeah. why we wanted to go. First of all, because anybody, I would not say yes to an opening spot for John Mayer. No. Like opening is hard enough in general because right. it's like you're, you know that everyone there is there to see someone else. Yeah. So you're but like, like mm. with John Mayer, you will be let down. It doesn't matter who you are. <laughs> no, it doesn't matter who. Like good luck to you. But literally every song sounded exactly like his songs do on his albums. Oh like just not even an off key. Like it's just everything about it. I was like, how are you real? Even Tyler was like, he was put on this earth to play guitar. And oh, sing totally. songs. Like there's no other there's no other explanation. But then we had the whole we had the whole conversation after the show, like Tyler and I went into this like deep dive of his life and we're like, okay, what are the women he's dated? Is he really sad that he's going home and like no family or kids? Yeah. Like he's 
what 40 something i think probably probably at least anyways so yeah tell and i were like if we had is to he choose, dating anyone right now not that i know of but we did go down his dating history and he's dated a lot of people okay but here's the thing women in their prime like Katy perry in her prime jennifer aniston in her prime jennifer love hewitt in her prime Everyone that he dated, Jessica Simpson in her prime. Whoa. He dated her at Daisy Dukes, like literally when yeah, she was he did. Yeah. Anyways, we went what, down the whole we, rabbit hole. He and Taylor Swift did date, didn't they? Okay. Or is that fake? Apparently, but she wrote that song, Dear John. Dear John. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly how it goes. <laughs> so I don't know. I can't picture them together. I no. feel like it's probably like she had a crush and he was like, Yeah, mm. no offense, but like he oozes cool and she oozes awkward yeah. to me. Yeah. No, like I love her. I love her too, but they're not a pair. They're not a match. No. No. Him and Katy Perry. I do think, oh, this is my theory. So when he was singing his songs, I was like, I wonder who that one's about. I wonder who that one's about. And I really think he loved Katy Perry. I think he did too. I think it was the real deal. Because think about it. I also she, think he loved me though. So. He did love you also. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> and if he loved you, then he loved me. Okay. Yeah, he also loves you. Um, She was the only one that he put in a music video. Really? Yeah. So I feel like that says something, right? I just, I still say this. I've been saying this all the time. All the time. I've said it like 10 times in my whole life. But still. <laughs> if John Mayer was a believer, the songs he would write. Him and Sam Ellis. Oh, we talked. We talked about this. Yes. We it will happen. We're going to speak this into existence. I believe. Existence. It. I just say right now yes. in Jesus' name, <laughs> Lord, pursue John Mayer's heart. I know you already are, but yes. John, open your heart. Oh, 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 oh! That reminds me. So there was another song. Okay, and then I'll get off my high horse because this was like I'm a real big fan favorite of John. Um, there was these two background singers, and they had to have like a history of gospel singing or oh, something yes. because they took the stadium to a new level and it was when he sang in the blood my song that i always tell you about yes, is spiritual guys, if you haven't listened to the song in the blood oh my gosh. by john mayer listen to it listen to the lyrics and tell me that he's not singing and crying out for the blood of jesus he is he's one of the lines literally says will it wash out in the water or is it always in the blood and it's like he's he's asking like god will this wash out in the will waters of baptism and like be a, sinful or will it always be sinful or is this just who i am and it's like no john You've been redeemed. Yes. <laughs> Jesus died on the cross for, for you. you. But if you listen to so during that song, he had these two backup singers and they literally went prophetic. I'm not telling you. They went off and I'm telling you the the stadium was like almost worshiping. It was Come on. it was the coolest experience. Here's the thing. Something about music, we all know it because when we feel it, we experience it. But like there is just a presence of God that's in music in general. Oh, it's, yeah. it's spiritual. Music is spiritual. Oh, for sure. I think we know in, in the Bible it talks about in heaven, there's just music all yeah. the time. And so God created these heavenly sounds that we get to partake in on earth. And so I do think that music opens us up to the spiritual realm. Oh, for, for sure. sure. Yes. And that's why in worship, I mean, that's how I got saved was I through encountered music. the Lord through worship yeah. music. And I was yeah. like, what is this presence? Uh-huh. Like, but it breaks my heart because there also are songs that open us up spiritually to other to things, other things yeah. that are, is not the Lord. Mm-hmm. And it's like, man, if that could be channeled, that power... I mean, it's like John Mayer was created as a vessel with the gift of for music. music yes. For sure. A hundred percent. Him and Sarah Bareilles, they're going to be worship oh, leaders one day. Yes. At least in heaven. When when John is playing, Tyler turned to me and goes, surely he'll be in the worship band in heaven. <laughs> surely. I was like, how is God? There's no other guitar player that could do it. Like, Wait, okay, this is like such a random side note. Again, side note, our favorite our two favorite words, thing, obviously, yeah. basic. But do you ever think about like, okay, we... Like, the best song you've ever heard and, like, that feeling in music when it's just, like, everything's right in the world and you just hear the yes, sounds. Yes, In heaven, there's going to be sounds that we've never even heard before. That yeah. blows my mind. Like, there's going to be, like, music that just, like, wraps us up that we, like, can't even 
That, oh, bl- that blows my mind. I don't know how to articulate it, but you know what I mean. That's how I felt about John Mayer. So it's word vomit because I don't know how to articulate it. It was that it good. It was a moment. It was a moment. Um, okay, so we are also having a moment right now. Yes, we are. Um, it actually happened about 30 minutes ago. Mm-hmm. And the moment is... I'm picking mine up. Pick so yours I can, up. I'm sorry, holding I can mine. show the microphone. So if you're new to Basically Basic and this is your first episode, first of all, welcome. We love you already. Go back and listen to season one and mm-hmm. season two. Mm-hmm. But what we love to do on every episode of Basically Basic is we share with you our Starbucks drink mm-hmm. because we basic and we love Starbucks, honestly. And I'm so thankful because I actually feel like since we started doing this, I've been given more Starbucks gift cards hundred percent in my life than ever before, and I'm okay with that. I'm so okay with it. Mm-hmm. Please make it rain. Make it rain. Starbucks gift cards on me. Also, I do not find it a coincidence that both of our birthdays are in the fall. Basic, basic. God knew. Okay. We we're born to be basic. We we're born to be basic. <laughs> I love it. Okay, so we are drinking, guys, the pumpkin cream cold brew. It's a new drink that came out this. September? Yeah, I guess September. Yeah, I think September 1. At Starbucks. Yeah. And I've heard a lot of things about it. People have been talking about it. We've actually had some of our Basically Basic listeners tag us in them drinking it. Uh My little sister got it and was all the rage about it. But I'm pretty picky about my Starbucks drinks. So is Amanda. I got one for each of us this morning. I'm sorry. I don't mean to interrupt. No, go But we have to tell them your... what you I told know. me. I know. I know. Oh, okay, we'll do that next. Okay. <laughs> I'm already upset about <laughs> it. Um, okay, so I got us the drinks this morning. We've talked about this before, but we don't really like all the sweetener. Yeah. So what I did is I did the Grande Pumpkin Cream Cold Brew, and I only asked for... It has vanilla, apparently. I asked the lady. I like was like, I need you to break down for me what's, what's in this, because I need to know. Mm-hmm. So this is what she told me, and I'm going to share it with you guys. It's okay. the cold brew coffee Okay. with two pumps of vanilla... Okay. On the bottom. So they put the two pumps of vanilla, then they put the cold brew with the ice. Then they have a vanilla sweet cream. Oh. That is a mixture of some type of like cream with vanilla. I don't know. They okay. pre-make it. Vanilla sweet cream. They put Got that it. on top. Then okay. they put two pumps of pumpkin spice. Okay. And then they put the pumpkin spice like. Like, like sprinkle things. Sprinkle things. So I asked her, I was like, okay, that seems really sweet to me. Mm-hmm. But I would like one pump of vanilla and one pump of pumpkin spice. And... I told Amanda I was going to wait and drink it with her when we, when we got together. But she didn't. I couldn't. She I literally sit. couldn't. It looks so cute and beautiful To and her fall. defense, she voice memoed me on the way here and said, I took a sip. Well, first I voice memoed <laughs> you and said, I'm going to wait. And then two yeah. minutes later, I voice memoed you and said, I did it. She said, I didn't. I lied. And it is it's so, so good. good. It's really Okay. And Kami and I have said this. And... Again, if you're new to the podcast, just know we can talk about Starbucks for about 30 minutes. So probably more, probably more. So we're only halfway done with this conversation. (laughs) Guys, get ready. We have another full hour of us talking just about this drink. Breaking down this drink. Okay, but Cami and I have decided that the regular pumpkin spice latte is hot as a hot drink, as you all know. It's still hot in Texas in the fall. So like right now, I think it's like I have 98 today. I cannot drink a warm pumpkin spice coffee on a 90 degree day not only can i not i will not i will not i, I actually like i have a rule for myself yes. i will not drink a pumpkin spice latte until the first day it feels like fall yes and if the there's not a breeze oh, that no. i have to throw a scarf around if, my neck i'm not having a if pumpkin i don't spice want latte. a sweater not for the fashion <laughs> statement but because my body is telling me i need it i will not drink a pumpkin spice latte no. and i remember a couple of years ago we went to chicago in September, and I was like, this is appropriate. I, I live in Chicago, one. It's and chilly. I got a pumpkin spice latte. However, 
I don't know what the, when I'll get Nuggets Best Latte <laughs> here, but I actually think that Starbucks was dreaming of Texas when they I made this so drink too. because this is the perfect the September perfect. drink. It is. It's like an introduction to fall through a drink. <sighs> I'm so, so thankful, Starbucks. So thankful. We love you. We love you. Thank you for making pumpkin cold on these yes. hot days. <laughs> it's everything I've ever wanted. So guys, go try it. When you try it, tag us in it on Instagram. And I'm going to give my confession now, which is mm-hmm. what Amanda was alluding to earlier. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Again, if you listen to our podcast. If you know, had, you know. If you know, you know. If you don't know, go back and catch up so that you can know. Uh, Regan and Quentin actually started a new saying. It's called, if you're with the with. Oh, I like Are that. Are you with the with? Are you with the with? If you're with, I'll give Regan credit. It was Regan. Okay, okay. She said it and Quentin and I were like, yes. You're like, that's, that's new, everything. So that's if you're with the, the with, phrase. then you know that I have had this dilemma where I have not liked almond milk and Amanda is all about almond milk. Not and only I, has it been a dilemma. I have judged her. She has judged me for liking almond milk and I trying have. to bring other people onto the train. Even our sweet intern <laughs> Hannah like confessed to me. She was like, I need to tell you that I like almond milk. She now. was like, she was, like don't be mad. I know she was nervous. To, I was like, it's not that bad. But I have officially become an almond milker. She's converted. She's been baptizing the waters of almonds. I have. It's because I took a break from dairy. <laughs> oh, that'll do it. I was like, well, almond milk. And then now, the more I thought about dairy, the more I got really grossed out. That's how I feel. With the exception of cheese. Oh, cheese forever. I'll have cheese forever. But cheese is a weakness, so I've been trying not to eat as much cheese Okay, for me. okay. But almond milk, it's just so good. It's so good. It's like richer. And it's so much better for you. I know. Calorie-wise, for yeah, sure. Yeah, I know. And th- But I feel like the taste is richer. It's yeah. like... It's not as, like, heavy as milk, I feel yeah. like. So, anyways, from now on, you'll be hearing a lot of almond milk drinks on Basically Basic. Almond milk forever. Raise your hand if you want a t-shirt that says almond milk forever. Oh, my gosh. I love that idea. Are you with the with? Are you with the with? Get the t-shirt. <laughs> okay, so now we're going to jump into the real, the real real, which is, guys, we're so pumped about season three, like we said. So pumped. Um, but before we really, like, you know, bring on guests and do all those things, we just kind of wanted to catch you up with what's going on in our lives because part of why... We love Basically Basic is our heart is that we would give God glory in the big and basic things. And a big part of that is us just sitting down and having conversations like you're sitting with us at coffee, which we wish we could do with all of you. Mm -hmm. And so this is us catching up on our own lives because it's been a crazy summer for me and Amanda. So I mean, I'm asking you first, what have you been up to since the end of season two? Which, when did season two end? When was our last episode? I Um, think May. Was it? Okay, yeah. you keep talking. And it I'm, was the, it I'm pretty sure it was the end of May. So we took, I know we took a good three months off. Wow. Um, Which feels like a blur now. In the moment, oh, it felt God. like forever. Oh, I'm so sorry. That was me. the episode that Are I you listening <laughs> or are you on your phone? Um, May 8th. I'm just just wondering. <laughs> so yes, I know we took a good three months off, which is a lot. Um, And in those three months, I did quite a bit. I finished when we finished season two I was nearing the end of my pregnancy with my little Georgie man his name is George he was born July 5th he's so cute our little firecracker baby yeah a little firecracker baby he and it was a scheduled c-section so and I've like told this to people before in previous episodes but if you have questions about c-sections I feel like I've been through both of the ways to have them emergency and scheduled and there's pros and cons to both so that's a whole that's a whole nother side note if anyone ever has questions like Please feel free to DM us. Um, but yes, yeah, so we had him in July, and then we were crazy people and decided to buy a house. We closed on a house the day before he was born. Which this is so you and Tyler, though, because I, know. I feel like <laughs> you guys do things just out of the blue. Just, yes. And I, I can say that because I'm your best friend, so yes. I feel like 
if totally. I don't know something's Which, happening. Here's what's crazy though. It's it does from an outsider I can see how it seem out of the blue, but what's crazy is like we talk about it and it's like the minute we feel like we're gonna do it, we just do it. Right. Like there's no like second guessing. Well it's like when you quit the job, job. you're both working yeah, yeah. at, you were like <laughs> you were like, No, I'm gonna do it right now. Yeah. And I was like, Okay okay. But but it was because Tyler had known how I was feeling already right. and I like I knew in my head he he's gonna support this decision and so and I knew in my spirit God was saying like no the yeah. time is well, now. I actually really respect about you Mina because I feel like it's your immediate obedience like when you feel the Lord saying yes or no that's really sweet or opens the door you just walk through it that's I try however there are things too where I'm like it's here's how I feel like this is how God talks to me in certain things it's either a very clear yes or no or it's like a not yet and yeah. so I just like sit and wait on it if it's a not Until yet. he says yes. Until he says yes. And then it's like when I hear the yes or I feel like the, the time is now, then I just jump on it. And very rarely do I like, I don't want to say like the word regret, but just like it's second guessing. Like very rarely do I second guess it because I'm like, well, I already did it. So God's going to make it good somehow. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like, well, and a lot of the things I think in life as we get older and more mature in our faith, like God trusts us to make decisions. And if our heart is like, God, I want whatever your best is for my life. Right. If it's, if he has a really strong opinion about mm-hmm. one way or the other, he's going to speak. Mm-hmm. But if you kind of feel like either way yes. is a good thing, then right. it's like you just got to walk like my free will. into it and trust that he's going to bless it. Yeah, totally. So we had been, we're, we were always kind of looking at houses anyways, and we were renting from my mother-in-law. And so we knew like eventually she's going to want to sell this. Like we are in the city. So taxes are really high, like probably can't afford to be here forever. And so we had just been looking and it kind of, this house just, we stumbled upon it and we actually went to look at it a good like five or six times before we put an offer down. And it was one of those things where it's like, we weren't, our hands weren't tied to it. Like it was one of those things where we were like, if they accept our offer, great. And if not, we're in a rental, we can stay in here a little longer, like not a big deal. Like we weren't in a hurry. We weren't rushed to get out with any sort of deadline. So it kind of worked out the best way possible. Cause it's like, well, we can totally have a newborn in here and be great. Or we can move and be great too. It was like a win Yeah. And so I think because there was no like rush on it, I didn't feel like this. We, neither one of us felt the stress of like, we have to get this house. So we just like put an offer and they accepted it. And we're like, well, this must be God's will because it took Here like it zero problems getting into it. And so, yeah, we moved in when he was three weeks old. So recovering from a C-section, you really can't lift anything for six weeks. So I really recommend moving into a house at that time because people just lift things for you. Yeah, you said your sweet grandma was helping you carry things. Yeah. So Abuela. People, so people moved in boxes for us, and that was great. But it was a little bit stressful, I will say, just trying to, like, navigate being a mom of two, also having your stuff everywhere. I kind of, like, fell off the face of the earth for a good three weeks. But um, we're in now, and it's beautiful and wonderful, and we're super thankful. We have two healthy babies. So that was a busy summer, That's just moving really summer. and having a second kid. And then I'm trying to think of anything else. We didn't really get to do, like, many trips or, like, summer vacations because you're not advised to travel that far at the end of pregnancy and moving. That costs like a lot of money. having a baby is a trip Yeah, it itself. is. It is. Yeah, both of both buying a house and having a baby cost quite a deal of financial yes. money. <laughs> the only type of money. Financial, financial money, as opposed to the other kind of money. <laughs> as opposed to Monopoly money. money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wish Monopoly money was real. Me too. Thanks I do Lord. too. Um, so yeah, okay. that's what we did. That's what I've been up to all Great. summer. And a break was definitely needed from the podcast because I felt like I was going through so many changes that I was able to like take a step back. And now, and I got like a lot of rest and just kind of like stillness, even though it was a lot of craziness, it was a lot of stillness. You just were like nesting. Nesting. Yeah. Just like within my family. And so it feels really good to just be back and 
be able to talk about all things basic in the best time of the year. Yes, this is the perfect For time. For those of you who don't back. know, this is when I come alive. This is. This is our time to shine. This is our time to shine this um, fall. Although I do love summer. I also had a great summer. I also bought a house yes, this Kimmy, summer. Yes, Kimmy, what have you been up to this yeah, summer? Yeah, we both bought houses this summer. Oh my gosh, I didn't think about yeah, that. We did. I moved in Memorial Day weekend. Yes. So we bought our first house. We live in this really cute little downtown area. Y'all, it's so cute. Oh, it's so cute. It's been such a blessing. Like, we moved, I mean, it's just everything. I feel like we moved at the right time. Same kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like, just, we even started looking at houses when we were pregnant. Yes. And so when we lost the baby, I kind of just assumed, okay, we're not going to buy a house now. Right, right. And Stephen was like, why not? Like, that's still where we feel like the Lord's calling us. And so we bought our house. It's been really fun to be homeowners for the first it's time. It's so cute. Love our little community. Sushi loves her big yard, which is oh, so nice. Oh, I love that. Yep. We went on my family vacation to Mexico, as we do every summer. If you don't follow me and my sisters on Instagram, during the week of when we go to Mexico, you're you guys, really missing out, guys. If anyone wants to know what's on my living will. <laughs> That's <like> your, your <laughs> my, ultimate bucket list. My ultimate bucket list is to go on the Rogers Mexico vacation. Honestly, the amount of people, and I, I this is kind of bragging, but I'll just say it. The no, amount of people it. that have said that to me, mm-hmm. I actually think if we did like a survivor or like amazing race competition to see which of my friends can go on our family vacation, I think it would get really like it would get ugly. brutal. It'd get ugly. I There'd might be blood punch and tear someone. shed. Yeah. I haven't known to punch in sports, so yeah. <laughs> I would definitely punch in this I competition. I could see that, Amanda. <laughs> we do have, it's my favorite thing that my family does. We've, growing up, family vacation was always such a big deal. Like, We've gone every year, and so for the past like ten years, we've gone to Mexico, and we go to the same place in Mexico. It's actually where they go for Bachelor in Paradise, I, which I, we should talk about. We next should talk about that episode. Yes. Um, so it's which I'm kind of sad about because I feel like it was our kind of secret, like hidden. Now gem. it's gonna get more popular, and now people like know about it because of Bachelor in Paradise. So even like every, I mean, I'm talking every episode of Bachelor in Paradise. I will You've recognize a restaurant, spot. or I've been to the like where they had the wedding, where yes. um, Crystal and Chris yes. had their wedding. That's the hotel we've stayed at, like. A bajillion times. A bajillion times, yeah. Or we'll go... Th- we, don't, we actually normally don't stay at a hotel. We stay in a house, but we'll like, okay. go there for dinner or whatever. I was like, oh, that's the lobby of Ibero Star. Don't go there, anyone. Don't go there. It's whatever. <laughs> it's reserved for the Rogers. Sorry, guys. <laughs> so anyways, family vacation. Wonderful. Incredible. Stephen got to go. Stephen got to go. He graduated residency, so he started his new job. Yay. Had a month off. Class so proud Steven. of him. Dr. Avers crushing it at life. Amazing. Um, and then I started a new job, <gasps> yes. actually, a month ago. So... As most of you know, I was working at a nonprofit for the past four years for at-risk inner-city kids in Dallas, and as of a month ago, I am now the program director of the whole nonprofit. Also claps. Crazy. So I... Which all, she deserves this position. Thank you. And I've seen you walk through different positions in this, like, same organization, And I really do feel like the Lord has been building you up for this because now you know every like facet to how this organization works. You are not only going to be great at the job, but you just have a heart for the kids. And to me, that's going to be, that's what's going to shine through the most. I really do. I'm just like, I want to do a whole episode just talking about stories that God's taught me through working with these kids. Cause I have kids that are homeless kids that have parents in jail, kids that have been in the foster system, like kids that kids that you dropped off and the person you dropped them off was like no thanks not oh today. yeah I mean it just but then I even have kids that have incredible parents that are working multiple mm. jobs like single moms just like trying to hustle and make it work and um which I'm just gonna take a minute because I feel allowed to do this but our another hope for this podcast is that we can 
give back to people that we know and just know could use some help or just like some love for a day and who deserve it honestly and when you were talking about the single moms like Cammie's mom and I were talking about this before we started this episode but even me as a mom to two kids who I have access I'm blessed to have access to a lot of resources I have a lot of help from family and friends when it comes to childcare. so my husband and I can go on a date so I can do this podcast I literally dropped off my two-month-old with my mom before we did this episode. So it's like the reason I'm able to do these things is because of the resources and people that I have. And I know not everyone has that. And Cami and I would love, love, love to, I don't know, just bless these women at some point. So we're going to brainstorm on that, pray about it. But just to take these single moms who are working day and night to support their families and even then may not have enough to do what they want to do. Like to be able to take these women out for like a mani-pedi, I'm telling you as a mom would just mean the world like it would benefit them so much well it's crazy because you know when I first took this job I feel like there was that prideful part of me that kind of like when you go on a mission trip and you like post pictures and you're like look what I'm doing Mm -hmm. like I mean if I again I'm an open book so it's just being real like there's that part of your heart that's like look at me with these cute African Mm -hmm. kids you know like but it it is like I had a I'm passionate about ministry but it was taking a job that I felt like wow I I get to make a difference in the world Mm -hmm. but I'm telling you like when we give and when we do life with with people that Mm -hmm. maybe stretch out us out of our comfort zone Mm -hmm. or show us a different side of life like you know for the first week it's like this like wow look what I'm doing Mm -hmm. but after that the past three years it's like look what they're doing like I've learned more from them and I've grown so much my perspective Mm -hmm. of what the kingdom of God looks like what it looks like to love your neighbor like and just like what it looks like to just be in the trenches with people and to not have it be like some statistic Mm -hmm. but to have them be real people and real stories and um, I really do feel like, Mandy, you're right. Like, I think God's grew me for this position. I also feel like he's not, why I said yes was like, I just feel like he's not finished with me yet as far as te- like what he wants me to learn from this job. Like, I feel like there's stories and parts of the gospel that he wants to show me that he really has discipled me through this mm-hmm. program of getting to like love on these kids. And I know part of a call in my life is to write a book someday. I've always yes. done that. And I feel like there's going to be so many parts of my stories in my book that are going to be from what I've learned at New Horizons. and For sure. So I feel so honored. I'm excited. It's nice to have just one thing. Like, I'm still getting to lead worship and still getting to do music and do this podcast. Yes. But Which is so your personality, job. too, is to, is to like, be able to do a little bit of everything yes. so you're not completely bored with one thing. I would be so thing. bored if it was one You'd thing. You'd be so bored if But it was last year thing. I had six jobs. Yes. So, so now that we're down to... So now that we're down quite a bit, yes. we're making progress, for one sure. One job and then two jobs that are also passions. And so the last thing I did this summer, which I hope most of you know, is I released my first single. Yeah. I know. It's so good. Thank We've shared you. it a lot on social media, so hopefully you've had a chance to listen, but... If you haven't, it's on our platform and it's called Gravity. It's called Gravity. It's, it's so on all good. the streaming. It's so good. Resources, whatever. Um, and you know what's so funny? Our next question we were gonna go into, which is is what has God been teaching you in this season? And for me, I shared this in our um in our Insta well, I guess I shared on my Instagram, but the word of this year for me, every year I asked the Lord for a word for that year, and my word for 2019 that God told me was release. Mm-hmm. And he told me that in December, and it was so timely because then in January, I had a miscarriage, and I feel like it's been releasing expectations mm. and releasing all my trust into his hands, releasing things I can't control, but also it was a word of, like, from God of, Cami, I want you to release the things that are inside of you. I want you to release your voice. I want you to release your songs, like, things that I've just been kind of holding on to um, for honestly too long. Like, I feel like I wanted to be a good steward of my music, and 
living in Nashville for as long as I did and being a professional musician to some degree, there's always this kind of level of like, well, what's it for? Like, and I'll, I'm a three. So having those goals, like in the past, it was like, well, I want to get a record deal or mm-hmm. I want to get on this tour or I want this song to get cut by a different artist so that I can make money from it. Mm-hmm. And I kind of confused stewardship with goals, if that makes sense. Like yeah, I felt like totally. the best way I could steward the music was that it has to be there has to be an end the game. highest level. There has to be an end mm-hmm. game. If I just release the music, like that's not good enough, mm-hmm. you know? But mm-hmm. I think God's actually been teaching me um, just to be in the season I'm in and that wherever he, like wherever my feet are in this moment, like there's something he wants to do in and through me in that moment. And it doesn't have to be this like on every radio across the country mm-hmm. for it to be significant. Like it can be significant in the kingdom and depth is as important as width. Oh, I feel like totally. that's something that's been, I've always been a width person. Like the mm-hmm. more people that can hear me sing, the more people that can hear my songs, right. the more people that listen to this podcast, the number game, which is so important, but God's been showing me like, actually, like it's also about the one. And mm-hmm. so like, honestly, that has probably been the lesson from New Horizons that mm-hmm. I've learned the most is my one-on-one relationship with those kids. It's the deeper, they don't even know I sing. They don't even know I have a podcast. They couldn't care less. Like, no. you know, the, the things that I do, but they just care about that relationship that we have totally. and the intimacy that we have in relationship. And so with even sharing the miscarriage podcast, like, yeah, would it be cool if like it went viral and so many people were impacted? Sure. Great. But I'm more so impacted and empowered by the, by the deep one stories, yeah. by the one person that hears it. That's like, I needed that. God spoke to me through that. And so same with my music, like the word to release for this year, I just felt like God was like, you release it, you put it out there and it's going to be up to me if who it touches. And God just showed me this picture of this, like I had this vision kind of when I was praying of this one girl I don't even know who she is but listening to gravity over and over and over and her just feeling the peace that I felt writing that song and the Mm. gravity of the presence of God and like just the weight of that through that song and I was like man I feel so humbled and excited that one person could listen to that song over and over just as I should be excited if a million people listen to it one time. Yeah. You know, and that there's totally. the both. And so I saw that to say I released this song because I was obedient to God and he's been teaching me about the importance of just trusting him with the outcome and me just being me in, in the process. But it's so funny because my one thing – the three part of me, the goal part of me was like, well, I want to get it. It'd be really cool if it got on Spotify playlists. Like if it got on a playlist, then people who aren't just my Instagram friends or followers would listen to it. Not just my friends and family. It'd be cool if random people heard it because it was on their Their, Apple or Spotify playlist. Right. right? So that was one of my personal goals. And so I released a song and then I'm like, okay, it's released. Now I need to figure out how to get on playlists. Well, I find out that once you've released a song, you can no longer submit it to playlists. What? Yes. It has to be before it's released. How, how is that even Exactly. Working? You have to, I don't know. It's this whole thing. All that to say, Cammie a year ago would have been like pissed. I would have yes. been like, what? Been like, well, what's the freaking point? I messed up. <laughs> like mad at myself or been like, this is dumb. Like, but I literally laughed. I saw that and I was like, this is hilarious. I'm like, talk about God. Because even in my best efforts, I totally just, I messed up. Like yeah. I didn't know. I yeah. I thought I researched it well, but apparently, but apparently I didn't. I didn't. So now that, I'm like, if it gets picked up by any playlist or anyone listens to it, it's only going to be because God connected it because even in my best because, efforts, yeah. I didn't do it. Isn't that funny? Wait, that's funny, but I also kind of love it because it Me literally too. is saying like, okay, release worldly, you messed it up because you can't, Spotify rules say no, Yes, but God's rules 
can always say absolutely yes. and again it's like double release releasing my music but then also releasing expectations yeah and outcome and expectations of what you wanted yeah. like you're literally releasing like what you thought would be your end goal for that totally and i really don't have like an end game it's just for people to encounter the lord so i'm releasing another song in october i'll release one more in december and then in january i'll release my full album (gasps) okay so everyone get excited but also we're totally gonna have an album release party we're gonna make it happen you've been such a champion no we're doing this like i'm telling you i already know like the cookies i want to (laughs) make I, got, I already know. Well, I'm not making them, but I want to have someone make them. <laughs> like, I was like, can you not make the cookies, though? No. I love you. I don't but... bake them. I just curate them. Right. I, like, tell people what I want. Love it. <laughs> and then Same. I, and then, you know. Okay. So, anyways, that's amazing. So, if that's you guys... what God's been teaching me through the summer. Amanda, what has God been teaching you? Oh, goodness. Probably so many things. But... So many things. I think probably the number one thing is just how deep his like grace goes for us because I feel like just an even comparison of having like one to two kids it's been really cool to like speak into friends that maybe this is their first and this is my second like it it's just so different and it's all expectation like with your first you're kind of like oh my gosh like everything's not perfect like I'm a bad mom because they're not sleeping or they're not eating right or like I'm looking up I'm googling like why they have colic or just like you Mm -hmm. just want to figure everything out and you want to know it all And because you want to take care of your baby, like it just come, you know, it's every mom wants to do that. Um, But I feel like with the second, it's just been so cool because it's a different learning curve. And this time it's more of, oh my gosh, like God, like let me live in each moment even more so because I feel like I'm missing it. Like it's going by too fast. And I keep saying that, but it really is like, okay, he planned their birth order for a reason. Like Gwen came first, George came second. And so what whoever I spend time with like in that day more than the other like I just have to go to bed knowing like that was God's plan for the day and I love that you said grace Amanda because I look at you and I do feel like you're just covered in grace for this season I really do like that's there's just been this like like I saw this picture even just when you were talking of like you in this like boat just like floating down the river with the Lord and I just feel like you're letting him carry you that's exactly what it feels like I got chills when you said that's literally what it feels like it feels like I don't really know even like with Gwen, I had her on like a sleep schedule and like a nap schedule already by two months old, just because I was, I wanted to live my old life. And we've talked about this in a past episode, like when I went to New York. With, <laughs> Which the older I get, it's the just closer funny. I get to kids. I'm like, it's, why did you do that? I, because you, y'all in this, la- in, I don't know what episode it is in that I talk about this, but when Gwen was, I was a first time mom when she was three months old, I went on a girl's trip to New York and I booked it while I was still pregnant thinking, oh, I'll have a three month old, like by three months, she'll be on this schedule. It'll be great. Like I'll, I'll be ready to be my old self again. Three months. Three months. And the reality is you're never your old self after something like that. You're a new self as you want to be because you're a new person. Like just after you go from singleness to marriage, you're a new person. After you go from like marriage to motherhood, you're a new person. Like every season is different and it changes. And I was so wrapped up in I'm going to be, I'm still going to be me. Like, I'm not going to be the mom that's like, I'm all mom. Like, that's all I do is talk about my kids. Like, I'm still going to do the fun single girly things. Which you things. totally did, but it was probably so hard. It was, so, it was not worth it. I mean, like, talk about just the plane so ride down to New or up to New York. <laughs> Your boobs were like rock hard. You were like 
gushing milk crying. the pump wasn't working was you're crying and then i secretly felt bad not for myself i felt bad for y'all because i was oh. like why did i do this to them like no. this is they're gonna think i'm the worst human ever um so anyways that's a whole side note but i do feel like this time around it's just so much more graceful and i'm so thankful for it and i'm it's been really fun getting to pour into friends or even acquaintances that are new moms and just say like hey this season passes and like I promise you can't mess it up like you can't do anything good or worse like you just live in God's grace and like he will take care of it and every day is a new day and you learn from it and it just with when you have that mindset I've learned it really teaches you to really soak in the little moments and just enjoy them and to kind of laugh at the hard ones like even if you're frustrated like the other day Tyler and I were out running a couple errands and we had Gwen was in school and we had George with us and he had a blowout and so literally there was like poop all over his back so I took him into the Starbucks bathroom of course we're at a Starbucks of course of course I took him to the bathroom cleaned it whatever and I was like oh like no worries I changed the diaper I'll get like the extra onesie I have in the backpack look in there no extra onesie <laughs> so did my son remain naked for the rest of the day in public 100 yeah, percent <laughs> was I concerned not really didn't really <laughs> I didn't really have a second thought about it. Yeah, I was like, second kid. I was like, yeah, he had a blowout, so we're naked the rest of the day. It's just one of those things. I love that. And then, like, with the first, I would have freaked out. It would have been, like, the end of the world. Like, oh, my gosh, they're going to get too hot. It's like, the car's going to be sweaty. I would have just, like, had all those. Like, I made a mistake. I didn't bring the I made a mistake. I I honestly, with, like, being a first-time mom, I could have felt, I can see myself feeling, like, a little bit of a failure. Like, how do I not think to pack a second outfit or whatever? But this time around, I was just like, it is what it is. And we just laughed because we were like, oh, poor people over here like, can't afford an outfit <laughs> for our kid. <laughs> but it's just, I'm so grateful for this season because I do feel like it's just covered in grace. And like, I still don't have like all the answers in the season that I'm going through, but I'm just thankful for it. I really am. So it's just what I'm learning. And something that I feel like I'm still trying to learn and figure out is just how to manage all the things that God's called me to in this season. So for instance, this podcast, I like love it so much. And I know that God's called us to this, but it's funny because Cammie and I have even said multiple times, if this was my podcast alone, or if like this was her podcast alone, we would have probably already quit. Oh, totally. (laughs) Just because there's things that, you know, you want to release it the same time every week and you want to be consistent and you want to make sure that you're just doing your job stewarding it really well. Um, and there'd be no accountability if it was just one of us. Exactly. So if I didn't really feel like recording one day, I probably just wouldn't yeah. if it was just me. I'd have zero Same. person to like be accountable with. Um, so I feel like the one thing that is kind of a struggle now, right now, and I'm still trying to figure out is just how to manage all my things that I know are really good. And they're not bad things, but they're just things that God has called me to at the same time. And so it's a struggle, but I think, the number one thing that I'm learning is I have to just make time for him every day. So even though there's things that I want to do and I'm like, there's not enough time in the day. These are all good things. It's like at the end of the day, if I only made time for him, it was still a good day. Yeah. that's So, so it's like, even if I didn't check anything off the to-do list, like the most important thing is like going to the feet of Jesus and saying, okay, God, what do you want to, today mm-hmm. to look like? And that's not always easy. And I, to be very honest, don't always do that. <laughs> I feel like that's a hard thing in any season and especially in a transition season like when you're jumping into something new. Right. It's almost like you always have to kind of reassess, okay, God, now that there's a new dynamic, how do I make time for you in this in this new season? You know, right. so it's like now you have two kids, so it's, right. you always have to reassess. And I feel like that's where people go through seasons where they like are like, wow, I haven't spent time with the Lord. It's just because they something has changed and they mm-hmm. haven't like reestablished that as a routine. And right. 
I know for me with this new job, I'm like commuting into Dallas more. And right. so I immediately was like, okay, would I love to just like listen to fun podcasts or like put on fun music in the car? Yes. But like every morning when I drive in, I've just set the precedent that that's like when I do like Christian meditation yep. time, which there's some really cool podcasts for that, by the way, Ooh, that we I need should to share at some point. There's one called literally the Christian Meditation Podcast, and it's this sweet guy who has like the most calming voice ever, and it's the coolest thing. I love that. Yeah, we can talk about it. I can put it on the Insta story. Yes, no, we really great. need to. Um, or just like listen to a sermon, or just quiet and just right. out loud, like Praying. force myself to really like engage with God's presence. And mm-hmm. but yeah, I mean, I can only imagine. I think two kids. It's more so that like if Gwen's in school, and then I like drop off George with my mom. It's, I have the thought to, look, we'll come do this podcast. That's what I did today. And driving, I, I even had the thought of like, okay, I hope the podcast is the right decision because when Gwen's in school, I could be spending one-on-one time with him. Yeah. So it's like balancing of like, okay, God, did I make the right decision totally. today? And it's just knowing where God has you and that I do this podcast one day a week. I'm, I'm with him all the other days. You yeah. know? And even then, we say one day, it's really only a couple of hours. It's yes. not like it's the full well, day. Well, even like the cool thing about this podcast is like, I think that as we're talking about him, it's mm-hmm. a way of worship. I mean, Absolutely. it really is. Like, it, I feel his presence when we, like... Oh, for sure. Because it's sitting with a friend and talking about the goodness of God yep. in the big and basic things, you mm-hmm. know? And what I... What I'm able to, like... Um, I guess intake is the word yeah. through this podcast, I know I'm able to like give back out. Yeah. So like what we're doing here is adding up in ways that I don't even realize it's how so I pour out as a mom and as a wife. So I know I'm in the right spot, but it's just a matter of like going to the cross daily and saying, mm-hmm. okay, God, here's where I'm at. Let me know if it's right or wrong. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's so real. I think what I'm struggling with right now is just kind of like a little bit of a vulnerability hangover from the miscarriage episode. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, just because I, you know, I feel like the next season that I want to walk into is us starting to try to have a mm-hmm. family. I don't know when that exact right time is. And I feel like it's been so much change, like with moving, buying a house, like mm-hmm. starting a new job. I think it's easy for me in my mind to be like, well, it doesn't feel like the right time yet. But I don't know, like, if that's ever going to feel like the right time. Mm-hmm. And so I think I go back and forth from wanting to, like, really be present and just, like, be in where I'm at right now, which is this new job and all this stuff. But then also looking long-term, knowing, like, when you have a kid, it's nine months. And right. knowing that, like, I would really want to just trust him with the timing. Mm-hmm. And there is that little small part of fear of, like, what if it happens again? Or mm-hmm. what if, you know? And just having to speak to that all the and time. Say no. And just say no. Mm-hmm. And, like... And also not setting expectations because I think I've expressed this before, but the first time I told my family and my friends like we were pregnant, it was just so beautiful and there was no fear and it was just full of joy. Mm -hmm. And I think there's a part of me that has this fear that like this next time if we tell people whenever we find out that we're pregnant, like that I won't be able to be as excited Mm -hmm. or I won't know when the right time to tell people is or if I tell people that they'll secretly like be holding back a little bit to be excited because they're Mm -hmm. nervous. Mm -hmm. And so that's just being real. Like I think it's a struggle of kind of laying down expectations, releasing once again expectations, but also knowing that he's like the trustworthy one and he's really, really close in it. Mm -hmm. And also just being okay with it not being perfect. I think I've broken down so much perfectionism Mm -hmm. of like, that perfect Instagram picture moment right. of like we were telling everyone and they're all crying. Everyone, mm-hmm. It's like 
It may not look like that. Yeah. And it's okay, you know, for me to come to friends and even you guys on this podcast to be real and say, hey, like, please pray for us as mm-hmm. we figure out when the right time is to start our family. Mm-hmm. Um, and as we have walked through loss before, pray that we have a full-term healthy pregnancy, that there's no fear for me in it. And on the flip side, even in that struggle, though, there is this, like, strength of, wow, like, I'm proud of myself because I've already walked through that. And it didn't define us. And And it didn't break you. It didn't break us. And so I like, I walked into 2019, multiple people saying, this is like going to be the best year forever for you. Like, I don't know why people said that, but I just had multiple people speak that over me. And then it was like, uh, no, it's not. But I really feel like the back half of this year already has, there's been a huge shift, Mm -hmm. I feel, in my spirit. And so I'd love to end this year different than how we started. And that could be pregnant with a child or could not be. And being Mm -hmm. open with either way. And to not put pressure on it. And I just think that's real because I know so many women walk through that struggle of like, you know, wanting a child and not knowing how it's going to pan out. And even if everything's healthy and everything's great, you could start trying and it could take a year and Mm -hmm. you could go to the doctor and they could be like, yeah, there's nothing wrong. It's just, it's just taking some time, taking some time. Yeah. So just open handedness with the whole family situation and being on the same page with Steven on that too. And I even thought about when you were talking it's cool that you have multiple people say like 2019 will be your best year because what if like the pic, well, and this is true, but like the picture in your mind of what was best isn't always what God has pictured wow. for you. And it's like, what if, what if this was God's like best year for you? As far as saying That's like, so good. this is the year that like you've learned the most this is the year oh, you've grown the most completely. This is the year you broke down the most barriers. This is the year you learned how to let go of perfectionism. Like wow. that is the best, you know? And it's like, even though that's not like the picture, like we've said this before, like God doesn't plan for loss to happen. Like Mm -hmm. he didn't plan a miscarriage for you. He doesn't plan broken things, but he does make beauty out of broken things. And it's like, after the hurricane, that's when the rainbow comes. And it's like, what if that is 2019 for you? You I love that. I mean, I thank you. Yeah. But that's, I feel it's like, yes, there was a part of the year that wasn't the best by any means, but that doesn't mean that God's not going to make it the best. Yeah. And I mean, knowing like that, I believe that I have a child in heaven. Like I yeah. do have a child. Like I, yes. like that I got to experience that this year. Yeah. And yeah, it's just, it's cool. I feel like there's just a lot of things to look forward to, but I think it's, there's always going to be the good with the bad. It's yes. the struggle with the growth. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I think when we just embrace that, and that's why I even love that that's one of our questions we ask each other is like, what are you struggling with? Struggling? Yeah, because neither one of us. Because there's always going to be something. Oh, for sure. Yeah, because we live on this side of heaven. Yeah, <laughs> completely. Um, so guys, we're really expectant and excited for this season of Basically Basic. So many good things coming your way, so coming excited. our way. We're believing 2019 is going to be a, the best year for you too. Yes, absolutely. Back half of 2019, we're going to crush it together. Um, if you want to be a part of more of what we're doing at Basically Basic, please go to patreon.com slash basic for ways to get involved. We send bonus episodes. We're working on devotionals that our Patreons are going to get. There's just a lot of cool things happening. And yeah. We want you to be a part of our fam. And we will share, anytime we release something, we'll share all of it on our social media pages. 
So you'll see it there. And as always, if there is an episode or a theme you want us to talk about, please feel free to DM us. Especially let us know now. Categories. Yeah, especially yeah. now. We always talk about it'd be really cool to have an actual live talk show because we wish you could just call in and we could talk to you. If someone knows how to do that, yeah, let that us would know. be so cool. We would love to do that. That'd be I amazing. I would love that so Just much. talk on the fly. Yeah, That's our but, jam. Yeah, DM us with, with topics or things that you want to talk about or even guests that you're like, hey, I think this person would be awesome for your podcast. Yes. We want to hear from you because we love you and we pray that you guys have the best week we will be back the next week because we're on a roll now we're so season excited. three has started this is amazing we love you guys i'm cammy i'm amanda we're basically basic and we know you are too be blessed and be basic